Well, I appreciate you taking the time. And first and foremost, I want to give you some love and congratulate you on, on a couple of different things. And I know that there's still a lot of work to be done, but over the last couple of months between your involvement and a lot of the social justice stuff, getting that bubble off the ground and, and then being active and, and a voice in, uh, in just the election and all that, just as a human, I just want to thank you for that. And, and I know it's not done, but we got work to do. I'm in, I'm in North Jersey right now. I know you're a Long Island, born yeah. and bred, so East Coast. How's it feel to be back after spending some time in different cities? How's it feel to uh, be down in Philly? Oh, it's cool. Back, you know, back on the East Coast, so there's nothing like the East Coast. East Coast people, yep. the, the hustle, the drive. So uh, that's always – that will always be here yeah. forever. So um, it was always great to be back. This way, family can come up, see you. Yep. Whenever, so, on that point, though, I uh, I saw you just picked up a, pl- a lot of land in uh, on the West Coast. And, yeah. And a nice little engagement. Congrats on that. What was that? What was that project or, or process like for you? You you bought a plot of land un- undeveloped, right? And you're gonna build yeah. a property there. So undeveloped. Yeah, I bought I bought that uh, about a year ago, about a year and a half ago, actually. Um, so it's been a process like, like no other learning process too, you know, from building some ground up, I wanted to build my dream pretty mm-hmm. much, you know, so being able to get that off the ground, architect, planning, coastal, all the way down, I mean, it's like mm-hmm. a, it's a, it really is a true process. Um, yeah. A learning experience too but really interesting cool like seeing it designing it and then and, and making sure it's right so it's it's taking uh it's taking some time still so we're still in the process of like the permits and going through the city but it, it when when it's all said and done it's going to be beautiful hell yeah and knowing you know a bit of what i know about yourself and as you and gary have chopped it up and with empathy wines like why why that route versus just shopping the market and, and making a transaction and, and buying a home? You know, it sounds like, and why I was interested in talking to you is that approach of I'm going to build this from the ground up and the learnings that I can get from it. Yeah. What's that been like for you and, and your journey in terms of how you approach things? Yeah. So if I, if I have the time and, and, and really the knowledge to be able to, to do things and understand I'm, I'm all for it. So at first I did want to purchase something that was already set stone. Um, but everything that I was kind of looking at needed an extra amount of dollars to get done to, to, to really get exactly what I wanted. So, um, that route just came about and, out there in that area in San Diego, the views are are amazing, and I wanted to um, really capitalize on that. So when I seen the piece of land, that that was when I knew, like, like personally, like, man, that's where I wanna, that's where I wanna live, and I wanna be able to wake up and see that view every single morning, and enjoy that with my family. So uh, that learning experience and being able to just have that that creativity factor is, is real key for me. Hell yeah. How do you, in terms of 
when when you go into that process, how does someone like yourself, where do you start? Where do you start to think about, all right, I got it. I got to link up with people. I got to get knowledge. You, you know, you talk about, you know, applying for permits and stuff like that. Uh, how do you go about entering into a new space? You've done it with yeah. wine, some different investing. Like what's your thought process when, when you go through something like that? Well, first is, is, is the people. So when you, when I went and purchased that lot is due diligence. So it took us probably to close like close about four months, three to four months, because you had to make sure the land was um, accessible to have something up there. The soils were like truly able to have, um, you know, a dream home on it. So mm-hmm. it took a while. So it's a, it was a lot of due diligence to go into that. And when I, when I go into projects like that, even certain types of investments, a lot of it is on the people that are guiding you. So learning, I have a lot of, um, a lot of friends that have done that before that I would talk to and, and, and gain knowledge from and understand and, and ask questions. And that's the best way to learn is from the people around you. So I've, I've shared my plans and, with with others and talk to them and, and engage in conversations with them to understand how they did it, um, what's the best way to do it, and 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 truly one of the one things that I really have learned is you can't nickel and dime on things like these. You you like you really have to get the best of the best, the best people, and get mm-hmm. a team involved to really get it done. So you know you get what you and want. And did you learn that through are there some specific maybe failures or missteps early on that you you made where you were like that it's not worth cutting that corner or trying to to nickel and dime to save here if I'm if I'm because the learnings or you know you come to realize hold yeah. up I end up losing it anyway. Yeah, a little bit um I would say in the beginning uh so I've been I'm with, I've been with two architects. So in the beginning I had one and it was smooth and all, but it wasn't to the level that I wanted it. Like it Mm -hmm. wasn't what I had envisioned Mm -hmm. truly. And then I had to shift gears and move along and, and pay an extra, an extra buck of the dollar to get what I wanted. But when you look back, you say, man, I was, you look at it as a whole and you say that's, that's part of the investment too of it. So, mm-hmm. and, um, you know, that's why I say, you don't, you don't want to nickel and dime. You want to, you get what you pay for more, more times than not. And you want to find out what's, what's really right. And what's, what's in my case, what was for me that I wanted. Yeah. How about in that instance, I, I think it can translate to a lot of different areas, but the, the approach of, you know, giving a little bit extra for getting what you want versus kind of, kind of almost the 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 money versus happiness mm-hmm. equation. And I think a, a lot of people on the come up uh, take a new job because it gives them five grand more than yeah. you know the other job, which would be way better, but they're not making you know as much money. Or yeah, what's what's that kind of been like that theme for you in your life? You probably whether it was, you know, where you played college hoop 
probably in some random free agency decisions or investment decisions even you know i pass on that investment because you know it's 50k versus 100k or something like that what, yeah. what's the happiness to money conversation like for you yeah i mean I, you know it's a it's a real thing in in understanding um things that are, are going to make you happy things that um I never nickel and dime over um, memories and, mm. and moments. So, you know, like sitting out at dinner, having like a great vibe with people, I never worry about what the what the check is, right? Because like this is a moment, it's a memory that people will never forget. So, just just let it flow. It's like a flowing state there, and. Um, I've always been somebody that like growing up, I was always very cheap and very like frugal with my money. Even when like I signed like four years, 64, you know, I was always, everybody, even guys yeah. now, they, there's like, you know, you're, you're, you're a cheap person. Like, you know, somebody told me like, you're the cheapest person that drives a Rolls Royce, right? Like, yeah, that, yeah, that's yeah. What, like <laughs> I get, yeah. but I, I would say I'm like, in certain things I am very cheap with but like i also have like a futuristic view right so i don't fly private because for me i'm like i'd rather stack my chips and when i'm retired and have two or three kids then i can fly private so they can see mm -hmm. me flying private and it's like okay dad flies private that's gonna motivate me to fly private if they want yeah to yeah 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 so that's kind of how i look at it but and everything, you can't let the dollar drive your happiness, right? Like, because whether you have, you know, hundred dollars in the bank, ten thousand, or ten million, or ten billion, you're always going to strive for what's next and what's mm -hmm. more, right? So, I tell that to all my friends all the time. It's like, don't let the dollar strive you. Like, find what what brings you peace and happiness, and let that strive you all the time and for me i'm lucky because that's playing basketball and doing what i love so it falls in line when basketball is over i'll find something else that will fall in line you know yeah 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 how where where that where that wisdom get it embarked on you like where where did the futuristic mindset where did the patience the the long-term outcome because even so, you're sitting, you know, yeah. you're building a home. Like that shit takes time. It's hard to be like, three years from now, I'm going to be able to enjoy this. I know. Yeah. I guess for me, it's just, you know, that came from just always trying to live in the moment, right? And like, not putting any pressure on what's what's to happen in the future. It's just being present, like right now. And it, it like sounds kind of cliche, but that's kind of how I live. And I, you know, I tell my friends, I tell people like really just win win the moment win the day and when i wake up every day that's how i work that's how i get to business i i, I push myself i push people around me but it's to win win right now and that alleviates so much stress for me throughout the day to day too like there's always something going on there's always a new thing right mm -hmm. so for me it's just always like this just stay present in the moment every single day you get. Hell yeah. Uh, switch gear a little bit. Family. You come from a, a, a bigger family, 
I yeah. believe you got some some brothers and sisters and I think right now I come from a I got older brother or sister but my dad's one of 10 and family's wow. always around and I think at times you know being from a bigger family or having a lot of close family around you can be a, a amazing gift but sometimes from a comfort level also a, a curse like mm-hmm. you know um you know a softening versus someone that maybe just was out there on their own and yeah. they did it for themselves what uh what what's the, your impact on your brothers and sisters family had on, on you and the drive that you have? Oh, a, a huge impact. I mean, cause we all pushed each other. Right. And it wasn't, it wasn't every, everything, whether we was playing basketball, Uno, Monopoly, watching TV, we, we always push each other. And um, so that impact is huge. And we, you know, we're all from the same uh, parents. So like, you know, we got obviously same personalities. Mm-hmm. So, like, even now, the older you get, you realize, like, man, when you think your your brother's not listening to you, like, you also have to know that you don't listen to me. <laughs> you know? so, so, yeah. so I think that's the funny thing about it is, like, as you get older and wiser, you start to learn, but then you, you also start to understand. But, you know, we are, we are always trying to motivate each other. And I think um, my family motivates me to this day, and that you know, and I think I motivate them. I mean, I was just having a conversation with my little brother the other day, who's huge into real estate, and he was like just dropping all these gems on me, and he's like, "Man, call your advisor up, ask him this, ask him that," and I'm mm-hmm. like, "I'm like." Man, what like where you get all this information from? And he's like, man, I'm reading all these books and watching all these videos, and yeah, I don't think he knows that like that motivates me, right? Yeah. Like to understand. And he says, like, man, you got money, but you know, you got to get your your net worth up, like you know, what I'm saying, <laughs> man, you get assets. And he's talking. I'm like, listen, like I'm really listening, and yeah. I'm like trying to understand. And he he's have, you know, we all have time to to learn and grow. So when I see him doing these type of things, that's motivating. I was like, wow, like that's, that's a true statement, you know? So mm-hmm. it's, it's, a, it's cool. Hell yeah. On that, any, uh, in, in terms of learning and growth, any areas off the top of your brain that have piqued your interest uh, in the last, maybe, you know, month or two where it's like, yeah, cause you get that feeling where you're like, shit, that's interesting to me. Let me, let me, pick up something here let me follow a couple people that are in the know on that yeah um you know i like my friends truly motivate me and um you know like last um probably about like two years ago one of my buddies he had told me about getting into like some cryptocurrencies right and i was like nah i did the bitcoin thing and when it was up, it was up. When yep. it was, you know, I did that. When it was down, it was down. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I'm not doing that. Yep. So then he's like, man, you should invest in this coin. It's like half a cent, if that, 0.1 mm-hmm. of a cent, whatever. So and I was like, okay, yeah, whatever, cool. But mm-hmm. I, didn't, I didn't invest in it. And then like, he had texted me like a year later. And he was like, remember I told you to invest in that coin? Like, it's up like 300 times. Yeah. And I was like, man. And he said, so I was like, those are like quick losses that you're like, okay, maybe you should listen to some friends, right? So, yeah. so now, like, I guess 
Bitcoin is booming, but mm-hmm. um, there's a coin, cryptocurrency out there called Reserve, and it's um, it's basically a coin to like control inflation in other countries, like control currency, where in certain places people's savings aren't amount to anything because of inflation there right mm-hmm. so yeah, they're actually losing money exactly from right, just right. holding their money in, in money. yeah yep so it's it's like one of those and you know I, I i probably got in on it about like four months ago and right now it's like killing it. it's up 105 percent right now so oh yeah i'm like into like those type of those yep. like alternatives um mm-hmm. so you know bitcoin and a buddy of mine, John, um, Johnny, he's uh, he's killing it in the in the game. So I've been learning from him a little bit. So just trying to like keep my mind moving and yeah. see what else is out there and and learn because yep. things move in different trends in different ways. So hell yeah! Know. And the only thing that's happening is stuff's moving forward. How about gaming and esports? Anything in your world there? Yeah, uh, I'm not the biggest gamer. I mm-hmm. used to, but but what you what you what you used to play? I I was on. I used to play Call of Duty. I used to play, you know, Madden. I used to play Fortnite. But yep. truth be told, I'm just not good at video games. Yeah. And that's like <laughs> the most as a competitor. It's like yeah. So like I, was doing, I was doing Fortnite for probably like, like I was playing for like three months and I didn't get any yeah like first place. And I was like, all right, this is just not a waste for of me. my time. Yeah, exactly. It's, like, it's not for me. So. Yeah, but I know it's a huge business, the esports and um everything down that line is is big. Mm-hmm. Um but it's it's tough for me to get into it like if I can't. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you're passionate or in the mix on yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. I hear that. How about uh how about cannabis? So I've heard a lot about cannabis. Um I know like a buddy of mine, Al Harrington, he's got his own mm-hmm. cannabis company, Viola. Um, I'm not in. I'm not in that game, mm-hmm. so you know I can't really speak on it like that. But yep. I know it's a, a a huge business right now for sure. I've, I've been hearing a lot about it. Love it. And then last thing I'd love to just pick your brain on because it's been a moment for me, honestly, over the last eight months of like a, a realization and a, an awakening uh around mental health and i think especially for for males and hyper competitive males yeah and and i'd imagine and i know you in it a a little bit and and would love to hear just the you know tobias as a maybe sophomore in high school prospect hooper to now Mm -hmm. what the 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 change and and the awareness around mental health, stress, anxiety, and what it does to your overall well-being. What what's what comes to mind for you when you think about mental health and well-being? Uh man, a, a lot. Um I think about you know people that have these um these you know anxieties and people that have uh true mental health issues that um that are so kind of like afraid to speak out on it because like let's just say for being a man being a male you know it's like you want to 
control your masculine energy and you don't want to feel that like you're soft so, mm-hmm. so to speak right but um i think i think um like sophomore junior myself there was no real stress in the world it was just go play right mm-hmm. and play basketball do what you got to do impress college scouts or high school I think that social media truly takes a drain mm-hmm. on a lot of people, uh, celebrities, athletes, um, mainly because people have an extreme direct access to you. Yeah, and it's like a sometimes that you know I I got a buddy that told me he was like, man, you know that like when you post on Instagram or like other people post, y'all got to understand too. It's like not everybody is rooting for you. Like not everybody has your best interest. So you got to always keep, keep aware and, and um, keep sacred your energy levels and just your energy in general, because, you know, there's a lot of, I believe in energy. I believe like an energy flow and, and, and vibrations and whatnot. So, I'm always want to always understand my emotions and how I'm feeling. And, and when there are days where like, I feel some type of ways kind of sit back and like put the phone down, get mm-hmm. off Instagram and take time to be like inside my, my head and, and, and in my, you know, with my breath. So, mm-hmm. but I, I think that it's a, it's a, you know, I know it's a real thing and I'm always one to like learn and understand others' perspectives on things they do to help yeah. their own mental health. And um you know, I, I I'm always um interested in knowing that really because I think it's it's powerful to understand and to understand that people do things and it's, it could be any, any, anything in life, but there's a reason for the action, right? Yeah. So it's like understanding, well, why did someone do this? Oh, because you put yourself look, in their shoes a little bit. Yeah. Like look how many bad days this person had in a row, right? Like this is probably a reason why they did that. So mm-hmm. yeah. Yep. I just started, uh, literally three nights ago and I had thought about it for months sleeping with my phone. Not, I mean, my, I would sleep in with my bed. Like it was like my girl, like it was yeah. like a boom down and then pass out and then wake up. And it's like, boom. Yeah. And now it's been three days where it's away from me, mm-hmm. but not in the same room. And then when I wake up, it's not the first thing I'm doing. And it just feels like refreshing. It is. I feel like a human, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. For, yeah. You ain't lying. You can get lost in it. Yeah, you really can. I mean, if, if, if you really just understand how much we spend on our phones and like when i saw the netflix documentary i think it was like the social Mm -hmm. what was the dilemma or experiment Mm -hmm. social dilemma yep social Social dilemma dilemma. i was like man i'm deleting all these apps and i delete them all for like five days and then five days later i got them back and then i'm like no like i need to delete (laughs) them you know yeah and but it's like kind of it was one of those things where I I had to realize like personally, wow, like I'm like trapped in this thing. Yeah. Right. And yeah. for whatever reason, either some way maybe I feel 
I need to know like what's going on or maybe I feel like I need to keep up with everyone else on Instagram. Like that was, if you're not in it and pushing, then you're moving backwards. Yeah. So yeah, it's all growth, growth development for everybody. And it's, it's just a true thing. Hell yeah. Well, I appreciate you taking the time, brother. Oh, no problem. Appreciate yeah, it's you, been great. It's dope.